Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And welcome into our number two, the outdoor show. Got some pretty good fishing reports in so far. Got a good weather weekend out there. Only a 10% chance of rain today. Uh, North wind's going to start off uh, a little bit and then move to the south. Very light, five knots offshore, one to two foot seas. That's going to hold for tomorrow, too. And on the inside, you're even going to have some smooth conditions. Good tide range, 1.4, but some hot temperatures going to hit the low 90s. So make sure you take all your precautions, wear the floppy hats, sunscreen, and sunglasses, and uh, have plenty, plenty of liquids and ice when you get out there. All right, one of the things we're talking about this morning, uh, Jeff Brewer brought this up about strange baits, or the strangest things that you've seen to catch fish. So far, we got cigarette butts, gobies, uh, pieces of white rag, sputter buzz, uh, nylon rope that caught a garfish, plain jig head, but nothing on it, the Lafayette Yakka. I've seen that happen before. Uh, hot dog. Someone caught a, a fish on a hot dog. I've caught turtles on hot dog. Uh, the popping corks. Fish will strike a cork uh, a lot of times, and I've even seen some corks designed with hooks made on. Uh, the ivory soap. Uh, soap seems to be a, a good trot line bait for catfish. Uh, duck feathers. I'll tell you another one that's good. Duck livers. I've used that, boy. Catfish love that. Uh, bread, yeah, a lot of people fish with, with dough balls, you know, for certain species like the brim and the carp and things like that. Broomsticks, Daryl Carpenter, it's been a while since I've heard anybody using a broomstick. But i got to tell you, the, the, the strangest bait, now that Jeff was talking about uh, the sawyers, those big white grubs that you find in, in rotting uh, pine bark. Uh, I've never used those, but i tell you what, next time I come across them, I'm going to give those a shot. You could probably freeze them and, you know, and thaw them out when you go out to fish. Um, <clears throat> something I've used, and I did this when I was in Germany because I learned to fish from the Germans when I was stationed over there, and we fished for uh, rainbow trout, which was a Regan, Bogan, Forella, Brazen, which is kind of like a, a big sockele, uh, Hecht, which is a pike, road fetter, it's kind of like a croaker, carp fin, which was uh, a carp, you actually had to take a test and identify in German uh, the names of different species of fish and 
most of the uh, GIs over there didn't feel like going through all that trouble, but <laughs> I was going to fish one way or another. I had a good time fishing over there. But that's where I used some really strange baits. I was out there fishing one day, and a German guy was down the bank a little ways from me, and you know, he was catching one after another. I finally had to go down there and, and ask him what he was using, and he had a, a, a bucket full of cockroaches. And then he also had a <laughs> what they call a brochen, which is a, a piece of uh, German baked bread. It's a big round loaf of bread, and it was full of maggots. So uh, I started doing the same thing, and uh, I, I never really got – to where I could find a bunch of cockroaches, but the maggot thing really did work. Uh, it's kind of icky fishing with maggots, but because they're, they're pretty wormy-looking little creatures. But anyway, they are definitely effective for fishing. Uh, does anybody remember a fish bait called the wasp? W-A-Z-P. Those were some type of a a, a wasp larva, which was kind of like a maggot. And the company that put them out, they used to dye them. They you could get them in pink. You could get them in blue, yellow, white, green. They would put some kind of, I guess it was food coloring, into it, and they would absorb it and, and become that color. And they they had a heck of a marketing uh, effort, and they, people were using them. They were selling them uh, to bait shops all over, and then all of a sudden they went away. I think they spelled it W-A-Z-P. If you remember that, shoot me a text, 504-260-187, and let me know what the strangest bait You've ever seen a fish come up. Now, now, I had not used these, but a friend of mine who shall remain nameless, he was uh, actually he was a gerbil rancher. You know the gerbils, the little rodents look kind of like hamsters. People keep them for pets. He used to raise them commercially and sell them to the pet stores. Well, he also loved to run catfish lines in the Pearl River. And uh, he used gerbils on his trot line, and I'm going to tell you, he consistently caught fish on them. And I know a lot of people are not going to be happy to hear that. That's why he will remain nameless. All right, somebody also had a a beer can tab. Yeah, that's kind of like a little spoon, I guess. And then here's one that says, my grandfather caught a big catfish on a piece of ham sandwich. And in a coastal city, fishing on the waterway was the biggest fish of the day. All right, we'll be back and uh, talk to Mike Gallo, see what strange baits he may have found worked for him. We'd love to hear from you, too, at 504-260-1870. That is our new text line. Back with the Mike Gallo Fishing Report right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the Mike Gallo Fishing Report is a presentation of CETO. They're also known as AAA on the water. They'll come get you when you got problems, whether it's a run out of fuel. They'll bring the fuel out for you, tow you in 24-7 if that's what it takes to get you back safely to the dock. Jump start you for electrical problems. A lot of times they can get you back up running. If not, they'll pull you in. It's peace of mind. No matter where you are, they'll come to the rescue. $179. Get you a whole year coverage. Hey, there's a Father's Day gift. Go to CETO.com at CETO.com or call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545. That is the gift that keeps on giving year after year, day after day. Captain Mike Gallo joins us. Captain Mike, uh, you've been busy out there fishing, guy. Tell us where you've been, what you've been catching, and how you're doing it. Well, Don, we have had really good weather this week, and I've been doing a lot of fishing up and down Fishing Smack Bay. And then having really nice catches of speckled trout. Um, shrimp, live shrimp under a popping cork or plastic gulp or matrix. Glow seems to be working best. But any point with current passing by, 
shouldn't take five or ten minutes to figure out if there's fish there. Some points have two. Some points have two dozen. But throughout the day, you should be able to catch 30 or 40 trout without a problem. It's been very consistent. Of course, there's gaff top, and occasionally you get a bull red or a slot red. But there's been a lot of fish caught around the fishing smack bay area. Some of the other boats that have run trips for me this week have been in the Biloxi Marsh catching redfish. Shrimp under a cork or gold spoons has been working really well. So it's uh, it's looking really good for today. We're going to go out and catch a bunch of fish. Today would be an excellent day on your way in to look for some triple tail. Any sightings or what's the crab float situation out there? Are there plenty of them out there to, to, to inspect for a triple tail floating by? That seems to be the problem, Don. I haven't seen many crab traps at all. And being in the Fishing Smack Bay area, when I'm heading in, I kind of run over towards Half Moon and then follow the ICW channel back into the Wrigley's. And that's where the crabbers usually have lots of traps. And there's just very few. After I ran it two days in a row without seeing five traps, I just kind of gave up on it. But it'll be on my radar this evening when I head back. Great. How's the bait availability been? I know there's been an awful lot of people out there fishing. There's been long lines at some of the marinas. Yeah, there seems to be plenty of bait. When I contacted both marinas last night, they had ample supply of live and dead shrimp. Good. On the subject of bait, what's the strangest, bizarre, or weirdest bait you've ever caught a fish on or seen someone catch a fish on? Well, that's an interesting question. I remember many years ago, back when I was using Eagle Claw Gold Hooks, I had some kids on board, and I wanted to show them the correct sound to make the cork pop. So I just threw with a bare hook, and I caught a ladyfish. So that might be the strangest thing I can think of. I've seen people tie shoestrings on their hooks when they're really in a school of trout, and they'll bite anything. Redfish are the same way. Uh, I got somebody said in Florida they use what they call a bubble ring. They take a piece of a, a section of a straw and put a treble hook on it. I guess that would work, especially if it's got a little color to it, you know? That is true. I remember when I lived in Florida, and that's been many years ago, the late 80s, McDonald's had a certain straw that fishermen really loved, and they were going to change the color of it, and all the fishermen bombarded McDonald's to try and buy boxes of straws. I remember reading that article in a <laughs> magazine. I think I, I remember that, that too. I got a, I've got a, a Mississippi listener that says 35 years ago or so at the New Orleans Big Game Club at Fort Eads, somebody caught a blue marlin on a monoliter mono rigged with a, uh-oh, it broke up on me. I think it was a Coke can top or something like that. Yeah, the bottom of a tin Coke can that was cut and bent so it would spin like a prop. Now, there's a little ingenuity for you. I guess you got to think of that stuff when you leave your tackle box in the truck and end up out in the fishing ground. Oh, you ground lose it? Yeah. That's right. You get desperate. You start <laughs> grabbing around. Here's one said, <clears throat> live baby turtles for bass. Hmm. <laughs> that seems cruel yeah, to the poor yeah. turtle. <laughs> Yeah, turtles don't go for it, I can promise you that. Mike, uh, they get you at your website, aaofla.com, and get you on my website, dontheoutdoorsguy.com. Give them that telephone number if they want to call you, and when you get back in, you can give them a call because I know you're a busy guy these days. 
It's very easy to reach me. My number is 985-781-7811. Sounds very good, Mike. Go get some of those trout, my friend. We'll see you next week. All right, Don. We'll talk to you next week. All right, coming up next, it's the Paddlers slash Peddlers Report. Captain Eric Mohabarak, he's been busy also. One of the few Louisiana kayak fishing guides you're going to find. And he's got report for you. <clears throat> it's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, and it's time for our Paddlers Report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You'll find them in the mid-city of New Orleans, Covington, and Baton Rouge. Got some of the best kayak fishing models, brands like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, and Native Watercraft. You'll see it on their website, MasseyOutfitters.com. Also, check them out on Facebook. And Captain Eric Mohabarak joins us now for our Paddler slash Peddlers report. Happy Father's Day to you. How's little King Brody doing? You spending some time with him today? Yeah, as soon as he gets up out of bed, you know, the king likes to sleep late. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to do a little barbecue and stuff and hang out yeah. around the house, you know. That sounds but, good. You've been busy fishing. Well, give us some spots. Yeah, where you've been yeah. Working. I've been uh, from Yellow Cotton up to Myrtle Grove, man. Um, the, the redfish have kind of been up and down. Some days are better than others. Uh, you know, that's part of fishing. Um, it also depends on experience of the clients and stuff like that. But uh, overall, it's been decent. You know, I can't complain. Um, thankfully, you know, we've, we've had a few of them bite, and some of them didn't bite, and seen some that wanted we wanted to bite but uh it's been all right you know it's it's just that summertime pattern a lot of the fish are averaging 18 to 20 inches uh gulps spoons uh popping corks uh you know weedless jigs and stuff depending on the area you're in but uh, it's it's been decent down there i can't complain um another thing is uh down in grand isle at the uh, Kristen and danny ray launch you know they got that reef out there and this is something i wanted to mention for the guys uh, and girls who are fishing the star tournaments out of the kayaks, uh, on the high tides that the, the sheephead have been gathering up on that reef that's behind the island right there by the Wildlife and Fisheries Building. Now, it's got to be high tide because once that tide goes, they all disappear. But they got some monsters cruising around there. So if uh, somebody wants to get out and take a shot at the star or, or just uh, – just go catch some sheephead to eat. I mean, they piled up on that reef, so that's something to do. Fiddler crabs, live bait, you know, uh, live shrimp, uh, crabs. Um, you catch them on dead shrimp, but the live stuff seems to work. Fiddler crabs was probably the easiest to get, I'd say, you know, besides buying the shrimp. But uh, that's something that's going on. And then uh, over at Seabrook, we still got them reds. As long as you bounce them jigs off the bottom, make sure you hit the bottom. And Seabrook's been producing some good reds. And uh, let's see, what else? Uh, we got a tournament that's happening today too don and uh that's in navarre uh it's out there uh navarre beach it's called the pygmy tournament it actually started off as the goat tournament and it was canceled as uh as you know the covet and stuff and uh you still there hello yeah go ahead we're listening okay i'm sorry yeah yeah um um they uh Anyway, it started out as, as a the go tournament. It's going to be one of the largest offshore tournaments, and uh, the, it's called the Pygmy Tournament because they had to downsize it and make adjustments and everything. It is it is uh, social distancing friendly. They are checking the kayaks when you launch in the water. You're leaving from the same area, 
And uh, it's pretty cool because, you know, they're not allowing anybody taking sharks, tarpon, or sailfish. Uh, and in, in the area you fish is a, a quadrant that's over the, the reefs that Florida builds out there by Navarre. So everybody's got an equal uh, fishing advantage. And uh, some of the fish that are target species, you know, it's cobia, uh, mai mai, uh, king mackerel, red snapper, and mangrove snapper, gag grouper, Spanish mackerel. Um, you know, uh, in fact, the guy caught a 45-pound cobia this week pre-fishing, which is a beautiful cobia. And uh, the money's pretty good also. Uh, first place is 2000 uh, Second place is 1000 Third place is 500 uh, they, Of course, they got the Calcuttas, uh, Red Snapper, uh, you know, Calcutta and the King Mackerel, you know. So that's what's been going on over there. But anyway, sorry about rambling on like that time. You know, that's, that's, that's real nice when you can uh, have a kayak tournament with all those offshore species. You know, it's a shame that, you know, it's – it's so shallow off the Louisiana coast, you really can't get into those species till you get way out there. But Navarre Beach, it's an excellent opportunity. It's not that far of a drive for people to go. No, a bunch of the guys went over there, a bunch of them. Got a whole pile from Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. So you come from South Florida, everywhere for this tournament. Got 157 people entered in it. So it's a pretty good one. Well, look, yeah. we're going to save uh... – we're going to save uh, Brendan's uh, message about his performance and his sons uh, when he comes on next week. We'll talk to him about that. But before you go, uh, strangest bait you've ever used to catch a fish or seen someone catch a fish on? Could How about a Band-Aid, Don? Store-bought or what? How about a Band-Aid? Oh, Band-Aid. Pull off the Band-Aid, a Band-Aid. Pull it off my finger and put it on the hook and throw it out there and catch a redfish. Yep. Just uh, double hook uh, it and okay. throw it out there. <laughs> You know, so a Band-Aid. And uh, I heard Jeff mention earlier about so- soap uh, for the catfish. Uh, we use ivory soap, too, on the mm-hmm. on, on, on the line sometimes because they say it imitates the, the smell of fish eggs. So ivory soap on this and, 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 and yeah. the Band-Aids. The Band-Aids, I'd say, is the strangest I've ever used. Pulled off my finger and threw it at a redfish and caught it. <laughs> so... Yeah, there's probably been almost as much ivory soap sold to catch fish as it did to wash hands, you know, over the years. That's been a real popular bait. Yeah, it's hard to get these days. Erica, the COVID, I've got you. washing their hands. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. You're right, you're right. I was going to say, Erica, we got you on our website, DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. If somebody wants to book a kayak trip, try a really unique experience and go fish with you, tell them how to get you. Well, just give me a call, 504 8292. Uh, and I'm also can be found on Facebook and Instagram. That's the Louisiana Kayak Company. So happy Father's Day to all the kayak. fathers out there. All, all right, right, Don. Back at you. Thanks so much, Eric. All right, we'll see later. you in a couple weeks. All right, bye-bye. Captain Merrick Mahabarak, Louisiana Kayak Fishing. All right, when we come back, uh, whoo, man, I got, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We, well, I don't think we're going to do bad boys today because I think some of you may have heard about that. But I want to get to all of these text messages I got caught in. This is very interesting. Some of the strange things that have been, fish have been caught on. If you got one, text it, 504-260-1870. We're back right after this timeout. You know, there are multi-millions of dollars that are spent each year on fishing tackle, uh, lures and artificial baits and actually some live bait that people use to catch fish. Well, today we're finding out about a lot of bargain basement items you can use to catch fish, some strange and bizarre items. Uh, asking you to text them in. Here's one that says, Fish in the Trinity River, just below the dam that forms uh, Lake Livingston. I ran out of bait but was able to catch catfish using chewing gum what flavor what was it wrigley's juicy fruit and what kind of gum did you use 
All right, uh, I got one here that says it can't use it on the air. <laughs> All right, then we won't. Uh, another one says, uh, strangest ba- use was baby rats before their eyes were open. Yeah, that guy, uh, I know, he uh, uses gerbils, dead or alive. <laughs> and it worked. All right, here's another one that says, um, a gold Reese's chocolate foil glued onto a crankbait worked good. There you go. Uh, necessity is the mother of invention. All right, here's uh, Don. Canned corn to get schools of dolphin and wahoo into a feeding frenzy and chicken gizzards for snapper. Triggerfish can't knock the bait off on the... I uh, lost the rest of that text. Yeah, well, you know, that's uh, corn. I used to use uh, corn to chum up uh, over there in Germany. You can use corn and canned corn or whole corn and... You know, that gets the bait fish coming and draws the predator fish in. All right, uh, thank you for the happy Father's Day from David over in Alabama. Don, I've caught bass using Cheetos. Secret, the gators love them too. That's from Bo. All right, we got lots more of these to get to, but first got to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we're looking at uh, bizarre and oddball baits used to catch fish. Here's one that says, my buddy caught a 13-inch speckle trout on a sugar-coated candy gummy worm. Go figure. I, I can see that. You put a hook in one, give it a little motion, could look very realistic and probably taste pretty sweet, too. All right, here we go. I have caught cats along the ICW near Galveston and in the Harvey Canal on hot dogs. That's John from the West Bank. Yeah, hot dogs, uh, fish eat them. Now, I'll tell you one. In fact, Daryl Carpenter probably remembers this. He and I were fishing snapper one day uh, at the rigs uh, below Grand Isle. And there was a, on top of the rig, it was, a, it was a manned rig. And they must have been cleaning out kitchen or something, but they took a bunch of food, you know, and, and just threw it over the side into the water. I mean, it's degradable. It's food. It's going to decompose. But not long after that, one of us pulled up a snap. I don't know if it was him or me. We pulled it up, and the fish uh, spit up a piece of hot dog. And I know where that hot dog come from because we were not fishing with it. All right, here's some more. Uh, we robbed wasp nests for their larvae back in the 70s. Had to be careful, though. Yeah, I can imagine that. And nobody remembers that, W-A-Z-P. Does anybody remember that? They used to commercially sell wasp larvae. They were actually maggots, and they, they dyed them with food coloring to offer them in different colors. Uh, here's one. Cheese is good for catfish. Yeah, that is. Uh, wasp and mud diver larva for perch. Yeah, that's, again, that's those little larvae, or I guess you could almost call them a maggot. Uh, here's one that caught redfish with fresh opened oysters and clam. I'm not sure I want to give up a fresh opened oyster, trade it for a redfish. The clams, yeah. Uh, fishing with cigarette buck. It's disgusting, but it works. Uh, here's another uh, wasp fisherman. says, it knocked down a wasp nest, and when it was clear, you grab the nest and take the larva out to fish with. Caught some nice blue cats out of the intercoastal canal with that. Uh, and then again, we've got uh, a beer can tab, yep, and a ham sandwich. Bunny bread makes a great bait. Does it have to be bunny or just any bread? <laughs> Roll it up into a tight ball. Yeah, I fish with, with dough balls, too. Uh, here's one said, enjoys Jeff's info on strange baits. Those big black grasshoppers are always called devil horses. That's what I call them. They got a red stripe on them. I was always told fish didn't like them, and I never tried them. Sounds like catfish like them. You learn something new every day, or you're not listening. Well, that would be new to me because I have uh, tried those devil horse and never got a bite on them, but I've never used them specifically for catfish. So maybe 
Jeff is on to something there, but I've thrown them where other fish are biting, and the bass and the other fish will not touch them. That's my experience. All right, and then we have, uh, let's see, the more beer tops. Here's one that, with regard to those worms Jeff and I were talking about. Are you saying Catalpa, C-A-T-A-L-P-A, or Catabla, C-A-T-A-B-L-A? It, the actual word, the correct spelling is C-A-T-A-L-P-A, which would be pronounced probably Catalpa. But, you know, country boys like Jeff, it's Catalpa, Catalpa worms. And they actually spell it C-A-W-A-T-A-B. Catabla, 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 whatever you want to call it, they are very good baits. It's a broadleaf tree that grows, and these caterpillars are really what they are. Uh, they call them worms. They are strictly, that's where you find them, on catalpa trees. And once you find one, uh, if you find worms on it, they'll be there every year. You go back and they they freeze pretty good. Excellent, excellent bait. They're black with uh, chartreuse stripes on them. All right, if you've got one, uh, we'd love to hear from you. 504-260-1870 is our text line. We come back after this. I'm going to put this question to Ryan Lambert. I bet you he's seen some strange, unusual baits in his day. We'll find out what he's got to say and also get your Plaquemines Parish Fishing Report coming your way on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's talk to Captain Ryan Lambert at Cajun Fishing Adventures and give us a little Plaquemines Parish Fishing Report. Ryan, you guys been enjoying some good fishing this week like most folks have? Well, I tell you what, it's been a pleasurable week, hasn't it? Oh, it's, I'm uh, telling you. The, boy, the boys have been on fire. It actually had some business, you know. There was a lot of last-minute stuff calling. You know, I think we ran nine boats yesterday, and uh, they smashed them. I mean, we had a lot of father-son little guys coming out really like that and, and when the, the youngins come because, you know, just introduce them. Then when they get on them and get on one point and smash the redfish, then go chase trout or sheep heads or whatever they want. I mean, it's just been a good week. It's fun. Me, I went gillnet. Yep. <laughs> Gillnetting. I, I, I what do you mean gillnetting? I, I, I put out gillnets yesterday with some scientists, and, and uh, it was pretty damn interesting. You know, I, I it taught me I don't want to be a gillnetter. That's for sure. That's a pain in the butt. That's work. That's <laughs> but uh, work. it was it was interesting to see what is under there. I mean, from from bluegills and and red-eared sunfish to bull sharks in the same area. I mean, it's just crazy. It, it was it was fun though, but uh, not as fun as the boys had. I mean, they really whacked the fish yesterday. East and west had some nice trout on the west side. A couple of boys went to the islands and didn't do well. They came in and caught their redfish. You know, they, you know, the islands are hit and miss right now. You you go out there and smash them one day, and the next day you can't buy anything but a ladyfish. So it's a pretty good little run to to do, but. You know, as long as you can come in and still catch your reds if it fails, you know, it's, at least you give it a try. So we've been doing a bit of that, too. So it's uh, it's, it's been a good week. I, I think we could get a little bit more rain this week coming, but you can't be afraid of that, you know, as long as there's no lightning. Uh, I don't think it's going to yeah. be. We're going to switch from a northeast wind to a southwest pattern, too, this week. So it might change our fishing a little bit on, on the west side. If it's too hard, we won't be able to get out there on the outside like we like. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just, you just have to go with it every day and see what it does and, and go accordingly. You know, those guys are so good. I, I'm proud of my boys. They are lighting it up right now. 
Yep, they fill up the fish table every time they come back, or at least most times they do. They do a great job down there. I'm glad to hear that you're oh, getting they, more people. You know, people are people are tired of being penned up, and, man, they're starting to get out. They really are. They, they, they're getting out and doing all kind of stuff, and that's that's good. And I know you got a lot of openings if people want to get down there and fish, too. Um, we're having a little bit of fun with this uh, strangest, bizarre bait thing we got going on. i got people yeah. giving me some really weird stuff. What is the strangest bait you've ever used or seen a fish caught on? You know, I've been doing this 42 years, and I've been guiding. So I've seen about everything in the world from from fishing with nothing, just a bear hook, to tearing off a piece of T-shirt and putting on it and catching them. Uh, you know, but the, the strangest thing that works every time is elbow macaroni. And you can chum up with that and actually fish with it, and it works. It's consistent. You know, it's not a fluke. That and the other thing that I thought was really weird is when the speckled trout would come in the river, we would make a, a jig and spoon. And that's all it is is a, like a three-quarter ounce piece of lead with a treble hook on it. That's it. No color, no nothing, just a piece of lead with a treble hook and sit there and limit out on trout every day. Uh, and, you know, that's, I just find that weird. So Yeah, there's those, a bait like that the they fish consistent. offshore. Yeah, they'll catch offshore yeah. fish on a bait looks like that. Too. I mean, it's just not shiny. It real deep it's like just that. a dull no, no. piece of lead yeah. with a treble hook sticking out the end of it. You can sit there and limit out. I just, I was always flabbergasted at that. But, but the chum with the elbow macaroni, just stick a hook in one and and be able to just consistently catch your fish. You know, I think that's pretty strange. But uh, all right, so everything else you can't use. Ver- you can't use vermicelli or any of that spaghetti. You got to be elbow <laughs> macaroni. Okay, I get... it's, it's hard. Yeah, to it's got the, the natural bend. Yeah, it's yeah. got the bend it's, in it. It, it floats, follows the hook. You know, it floats different too because it's got the water in it. You know, it's kind of floats slow, and the fish come up and, and really smash it. So yeah, that that works good. Any special fact, brand, it, a luxury or no. You know, a special brand? <laughs> no, you go to get the cheapest one if you want to do it. Just, <laughs> Boil them up, and, and you know it's clean. You put it in a gallon bag, and you pull up there. You chum, and when they come up, you put one on, and boom, you're in business. <laughs> yeah, it, you know. And, and always I always great. thought that was a snack when I lo- I saw that in your in your dry storage. I thought it was for a snack. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess it could be if you got some, some little Brago or something with you, but you know that's not what it's there for. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know, you know what we're doing this week coming up. We are going to take uh, Megan Cruz. Remember Megan, Miss Louisiana? She came sure, down there yeah. and caught the bull reds with. Well, I tell you what, she never stopped talking about. It. She's still talking about that trip. Well, you know, she's she had an offer to stay extended past her regular reign as Miss Louisiana oh, because, because of all this stuff. They haven't been able to have the the contest. Well, she's uh, she decided she's making a move. She's leaving the state. She's going up to uh, pursue a, a career. So good for her. But before she leaves, she wanted to do one last thing, so we're going to catch some bullfrogs with her. Oh, yeah. Martha was telling me y'all was going bullfrog, and I didn't know Megan was going. She she actually, when she was at the lodge, she was talking about she would like to do that. Yeah, we're going to make her dream come true. We'll <laughs> see how she does oh, grabbing that... frogs. She'll be up for it. Yeah, well, I, I expect that uh, Martha should uh, bring a few of those to the lodge when she comes. <laughs> uh, now you know Martha. Mar- Mar- Martha's kind of stingy with her game and fish, you know. But maybe, so maybe funny. we can convince her to bring you some. <laughs> yeah, I got me some swordfish. Does I'm not saying nothing bad. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh. 
Boy, that was special. That was special. That was indeed. No, that kidding. was indeed. <laughs> but it's been it's been a good run, and I think this week. Uh, I don't think it's going to be too bad. A lot of people are talking about it, but I think it's just you know pop up thunderstorms like we're supposed to have this yeah. time of year. So I think uh, we got some business, and uh, we got plenty of openings too. I mean, just we everything's calling two three days ahead of time. Usually it's two three months ahead of time, but it's something that we're yeah. going to get used to. You know, corporations won't let their people fly or travel as of yet. And uh, hopefully this this duck season things will break open again because you know it's hard to be a fishing guy without without people. You're just nothing but a fisherman that way. <laughs> you know, that, that, <laughs> That's right. It's a great living, but it doesn't pay the bills. I understand. Well, Ryan, uh, if somebody wants to get in on some of this good action, and, uh, yeah, next week should be good. Just bring a, a rain suit for those pop-up showers, which sometimes are welcome when you're in 90-degree weather with very oh, little yeah. wind. Oh, yeah. we go do? We just run away from them. we got so much area. Right. But, uh, yeah, they, they, they reach you. you know, yeah, they call me on my cell phone at 504-559-5111 or check out, you know, CajunFishingAdventures.com. We've got a really nice website to to let you see what, what we have and a nice lodge. Come see us and we'll take care of everything for you. And pick up a pack of uh, Elbow Macaroni on your way down. Elbow Macaroni. It's hard, to, that time of year's it's hard to find at Buras. You got to buy it up the road before you leave. <laughs> I got some in the pantry. Don't you worry. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, we have to get All some right, fun. Have you, some buddy. fun together. See you next Happy week, man. Take care. Right, to you too. Yeah, Ryan's a proud daddy, just like I am, of uh, daughters number one, two, and three. All right, we come back after this. Going to wrap it up with some more of your strange and bizarre baits for catching fish. What have you used? What have you seen? Two six zero one eight seven zero. It's five zero four is the area code. Two six zero one eight seventy, and shoot me a text. We're back with that, and whew, time to wrap up right after this on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, wrapping up our Father's Day edition. One more suggestion for a gift. There's a book that I'm starting to read called The Old Man and the Boy, and what a great gift for Father's Day that book would be. It is a classic and. You can Google it, and I'm sure you can find it on, on Amazon or at your favorite bookstore. That's where I found it. All right, getting back to our text board, uh, we're asking you our uh, strangest, weirdest, bizarre bait that you've ever seen or used to catch a fish. I'm getting several people saying Cheerios are good baits. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to keep on the hook. Uh, like Doug said, you can uh, stick them through the hole, but, yeah, you got to have something to stick it in, too. All right, here's uh, someone caught a trout on an orange peel. I can believe that. It's kind of flashy, an orange look. Uh, salted pork for catfish, crickets for catfish. You know, catfish, I don't think there's anything a catfish won't eat. Uh, this one's from uh, Rambo, who's moved to Gramercy now. He left Hollywood. I know a man who says that he can catch fish on those Cheerios, and I believe it. He outfished me. <laughs> okay. Here's one says, when I was a kid, I always had to have one last cast. My last cast one day was without any bait, and I caught a flounder. Strangest bait was no bait. That's Tony from uh, Godier, Mississippi. Good morning. Back in the early 70s, I was a commercial beekeeper. I sold frozen bees to catfishermen on the Okeechobee. Sounds like a song. Frozen bees to catfishermen on the old Okeechobee. <laughs> All right. It says double horse, but I think he meant devil horse. Wasn't that a topwater bait for bass with a spinner on the front, spinner on the back? Yes, it was. But what we're talking about is a live uh, grasshopper. And it's black, dark jet black with right red stripes on it. When you see them, they come out in droves. And uh, I've never been able to catch a fish on them. But Jeff Bruce swears he can catch catfish on them. So maybe, maybe they're good catfish bait, good for something anyway. 
Um, someone wants to know about updates on wildlife and fisheries with the hunter safety online. They did. They, pa- they passed a notice of intent. Uh, it's not offered yet, but it looks real strong that it will be adopted, probably be coming out at the next commission meeting. We'll update you when, when I get the final word. All right, here's one. They caught rainbow trout in Tennessee streams with a small hook and a kernel of corn. Fish love corn, no doubt about that. Here's one said uh, they were fishing, uh, ran out of bait, used the shrimp heads. One guy and the other one used the tails. Then they used the bear hook while he was using the tails, the heads. True story. Yeah, heads and tails. They'll catch fish just like the bodies will. Uh, Don, sorry I missed it. Why no bad boy segment? You know, there's enough depressing stuff going on right now. Just really didn't feel like it. Uh, those That story that I have isn't going anywhere. There's still going to be bad boys next week. We'll get to that, but we're having a little fun with this weirdest bait story today. All right, here's one said, I tried to snag a seagull by the twin spans. A bull red hit my empty hook, so we switched to spoons and hauled in six bull reds within five minutes. See, that seagull was trying to tell you something. Leave me alone and catch those bull reds. Uh, had the gummy worms, Texas rigged. Yeah, I can understand that. Ran out of bait, so we used Slim Jim's beef jerky and popcorn. I don't know if I'd give that up on <laughs> that fishing. But, yeah, I guess when you have to, you know, you use what you do what you got to do. Catfish equal river bottom buzzard. Yeah, that probably is right. But you know what? They taste a lot better than a buzzard. Nothing I've ever tried buzzard. Uh, big yellow cat. Biggest yellow cat ever caught was 63 pounds while duck hunting. First one out of my blind, had two rods and reels, opened up a coot and used its guts. After five minutes, I snagged a 63 yellow cat in the Marcellus Canal in West Wego. Never forget, that was 40 years ago. I'm telling you, duck livers, best ever bait for catfish, and I guess pulled to a coot. Ain't no reason they'll pass up a liver there, too. Right, here's another one, was catching bass with the gummy worms, fishing them just like a plastic worm. All those strange, weird baits, and uh, we spend so much money on the other stuff. <laughs> All right. Hope you enjoyed the show. I sure did. Enjoy your Father's Day. Spend some de- some time with Dad if he's around. Uh, you'll never get it back, and you won't regret it. We'll see you all again next week right here, same place, same station, with the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.